This is the Park Shore Coin and Collectibles Hour with your host, Scott Heiligman, on Fox Sports Radio. Today, we will discuss all the latest information and hottest trends on everything from coins, sports memorabilia, collectibles, and a whole lot more. Find information about today's show on the website, www.parkshorecoin.com. That's www.parkshorecoin.com. And now, your host, Scott Heiligman. Welcome to this week's Park Shore Coins and Collectibles Hour. I'm Mark Heaton, and we're in the studio with Park Shore Coins and Collectibles owner, Scott Heiligman. Good morning, Scott, Mark. how are you this morning? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah. You're not on the golf course. You're nope, with us. That's right. We're in the studio. And those of you that are on your way to the golf course, if you want to hang with us for a few minutes, you're going to hear a lot of interesting things in the world of coins and collectibles. Scott, you told me about um, an incident that happened, actually a funny incident that happened at your office this morning concerning being careful with your coins. You do. You do have to be careful. And more importantly, never clean your coins. Okay. A lot of people will through a collection and they'll see that they're very dirty, which is very common. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, a lot of collectors prefer that type Mm -hmm. of vintage look. But yeah, somebody brought in a trade dollar, which is from the 1800s, a very valuable silver dollar, a half dollar from the eight, I think it was 1818. Okay. These are coins that start off in a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars, but they had spent the weekend cleaning them. Wow. Okay. You could just see the shine on them. And, and they I, were probably proud of the shine. They were very <laughs> proud of it. And I'm like, Jerry, did you did you clean these? He's like, oh, I spent all weekend getting them all nice and ready for you. And I'm like, yeah, you, you know, typically, and I don't really break into that. You completely destroyed it. I kind of give them the price and say, this is what it's worth. Yeah. But, you know, uh, that, when you send in a coin to get designated as like a, a grade from one to 70, there will be a distinction saying cleaned. If it's been cleaned, right, and those will sell for a lot of times. Let's say it's a, it comes back a thirty-five because they have a lot of good detail on the coin. Right. But if it says cleaned with it, they'll sell for less than what a, a one would come back at not cleaned. Now that one to thirty-five is a rating. One to seventy is a one rating. To 70. Okay, right. So typically being a one, best. you're right. Typically a one will sell for a lot less than a thirty-five. Right. But a thirty-five cleaned. So simply removing the patina or the yeah, age from a coin. Yeah, it. You're just going to get the precious metal value. Oh, man. And that coin's going to be worth what a, what the lowest grade coin possible in that subset is. Wow. So if you have a 1909 SVDB penny, you're going to get what's called the you know the 1 out of 70. Right. Well, that would make your heart sink. Right. Because you probably, in his mind, he probably had an idea of what he thought the yeah, stuff was worth. Yeah, for sure, because you could read the, yeah, And for then, sure. so doing a little bit of research on your own, but then when you actually take it in and you've cleaned it, yeah. you know, we see these these TV shows that are very popular, like uh, like Antiques Roadshow, uh, and they will, uh, you see it from time to time, they'll ask the owner, have you had this cleaned or touched up? Yes, because I want it to look better. And they said, well, that was a mistake. It yep. needs to have the original patina on it. Absolutely. Same way with coins. Yeah. Don't go b- dipping them in, co- in silver cleaner. Definitely don't dip in silver cleaner. Because uh, that's really like yeah, acid almost. It's, sure. it's really strong stuff. Yeah, it's very strong you, stuff. you got to be careful with the what you The coin will doing. never be the same. As a matter of fact, like true pneumatists who are just major collectors, they'll put gloves on before they touch their coins. Right. Okay, they won't even no oil from their fingers right. getting on the coins, let alone any solution right. of silver cleaning. And when people, even if they use like Jerry did this weekend, uh, even if you use a paper towel, you're going to get abrasion under a microscope. Because when you send in a coin and you're trying to get a, a difference between a 65, 66, sometimes thousands of dollars, they look under a microscope. 
Okay, things that you and I would never be able right, to tell. Right. Uh, this is what they use to determine. Right. And it's very easy to tell abrasions, cleaning. Right. Even if somebody took a napkin to it, they'll and they can see a little spot on the coin, they'll come back clean. Right. So it's really never a good thing, especially on silver coins, gold coins. You just don't. You just don't clean don't them. Clean them. Just bring them. The dirtier, the better. You know, the wear. You mentioned in 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 the earlier in the show that you've got equipment for testing. You know, precious metals. You can tell if something is 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 real silver, real gold, or whether it's gold clad. Which you've got to be very careful, as you said earlier in the show. There's a lot of bad guys out there yes. that will sell you something that's just not as valuable as, as you think, or maybe not even be valuable at all. Absolutely, uh, because they made it look valuable, or they made it look old. There's ways, I guess, of making old things like a co- they're made of copper and brass, making things look old. Yeah. And you run across a lot of a lot of antiques in your business, you know, antique guns and watches, diamonds. Yeah. You know, diamonds are another thing. You've got testing yes. for diamonds, too. Diamonds are very, yeah, especially now with the advent of lab-grown diamonds. You right. know, I've had to buy uh, additional testing equipment. Um, now, luckily, the lab-grown diamonds do hold a good value on right. the resale market. Right. But from a naked eye, from a microscope, there is no distinguishing a lab-grown diamond from a real diamond anymore. Really? Yes. It's not like a moissanite where you can tell by looking under a loop. It's not like a cubic zirconian where mm-hmm. you can tell from a mile away that it's a cubic zirconian, not a diamond. These lab-grown diamonds are made with imperfections. They're graded on the same scale, SI1, BVS, you know, IJ color, all that stuff. They're given the same type of thing, and they're worth 50%. So even if you do take a hit, you don't lose like you would have buying a total fake one. But the marketplace is so uh, all over the board now because of that. You have to be very, very careful. And truly the best way is like authenticating anything. It's called IGA. They authenticate diamonds, and they use their technology. They say this is what it is. It's this color. It's this clarity. They mm-hmm. give you all the you know millimeters, the mm-hmm. depth, all the different calculations of all the different measurements right. of that stone. And that's when you really know what you have. Right. Now, I will bring in and authenticate. I have three or four machines that do it. Um, but when you're buying something, you don't have that luxury. You're just trusting the jewelry store right. that you're at and really their expertise. Yeah. Do they, you know, do they know if the if the diamond's not graded, do they really know if it's lab grown? Mm-hmm. Have they been in the business 40 years looking at mm-hmm. diamonds all day, every day? Mm-hmm. Like the two people that I use as my eye, mm-hmm. where I can take pictures of the stones with high-tech micro, you know, microscopes and send it to them and get answers right away. Like, I, I, you know, I can't make mistakes on a $25,000 stone or even a $2,000 diamond. It'll put me out of business, right. you know. I make so little when I buy a $2,000 uh, a coin that if I buy one fake one every 20 times, it's literally be breaking even. Takes away all your profit. Takes it away, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it just ruins your day. You, you know, know, the other thing that, that, that we're noticing, too, are gemstones. They're things that used to be trendy or hot or not hot. You're seeing things like tanzanite. Uh, that's gone through a trend where everybody wanted that. It's being mined in Tanzania. But they have the same properties or the same inclusions or problems that you may find in a diamond. And so, and they go by weight and size, the same thing, uh, you know, how it's cut. Yep. The valuations on those can be a little different. But back to what we've been talking about, and we've talked about baseball cards in this show. Uh, we've talked about gold and silver jewelry. Your company buys uh, small collections of jewelry and large collections Absolutely. of jewelry and collectibles. Yeah, yeah. And you also make house calls. House calls is where it's at, you know. A house lot of calls. people, you know, it, it's convenient for sure. Sure. Um, and so yeah, I'll be happy to come out and... Maybe you can't get out of the house. a lot of times people could just text me. You know, yeah. you gave my phone number out, 239 
Just shoot me a text message with pictures. Hey, sure. Scott, this is what I have. I, I save a lot of trips of people having to come in or me having to go to the house just by corresponding via text or email. So you are text-friendly. 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 Absolutely. And again, that number is 239-961-0816. Yep. Reach out to Scott. Anytime. Tell him what you got. You can you can visit his website at parkshorecoin.com. And on the website, you can also give an explanation of what you've got. Absolutely. And he'll ask him a question. He'll respond to it. We have I a mean, live chat on there, too. You live chat. chat. We'll get back to you right away. This is this is what it's all about. You know, in the world today, you got to find somebody that's honest and respectable and highly recommended. He's very highly recommended. We're lucky to have him here in southwest Florida. But it's Parkshore Coins and Collectibles, and, and this is his hour. He's, we're doing our thing. We're talking about things that... Uh, that people want to know about. Everyone has collectibles. Yeah, Somewhere great. you've got something of value. For sure. You just may not know what it is. And before you yep. take it out of your house or apartment or condo and you truck it across town or you send pictures out of state to someone, you got a guy locally that can help you out. I hear know? it all the time. I say, you know, uh, I didn't really know that I had all this stuff until I saw your ad. Right. You know, or didn't really see until I saw your website, the, on your ad on your website. Sure. So you, have, you take all these things. It's yeah. like, oh, I do have that and that. Yeah. I do have some old jewelry I don't wear. You know, one of the big one is the Sterling Silverware sets. They have been sitting in that drawer, don't lie, for 30 years collecting dust. Right. Nobody formal dines anymore. That's just the reality of it. We're all eating dinner with plastic forks and spoons, yeah. you know, at the at the bar, you know, or at the center uh, aisle or at her, at her house, kitchen aisle. Um, we're not formal dining. Maybe once a year during Thanksgiving, if that. Yeah. You know, and so when people realize that, you know, these, you know, sets have escalated in price. Now, for instance, prior to COVID, so we're going back a year and a half, an average set people would bring in and be about $1,500, right? Okay. Well, let's say $1,000. Okay. Right? That went all the way up to about $2,000. And we're talking about sterling silver Serving sets. Sterling silver. So once they see, wow, I just have a $2,000 bill mm-hmm. sitting in my drawer over there. We don't use it. Right. Maybe we can turn it into cash. Right. Or put it into a better use. Sometimes right. they bring it in and say, hey, Scott, we want a gold coin. Does this get a, get us close to it? Yeah. Well, it does. And you get a couple hundred dollars back, right. for instance. For sure. They just want to consolidate. They now, don't it, want this big thing of 20 pounds of silver. They'd rather have a one-ounce gold coin uh, sitting in their drawer. And not all sterling silver is the same. Like you, you've talked about That's sterling right. silver sets, which are, what, 92.5% sterling? sterling. 92.5, supposedly. But if someone brings in a flatware set, the blades are usually stainless. That's right. And the handles are sterling. That's what you told me earlier. Now, the external of the handles. Okay, the external. Not even the internal. The internal is going to be a big metal pole through it. Okay. But the outside is sterling silver. Okay. Um, so that's another reason when people, a lot of times before they come in, when they realize it's purchased by weight, no matter where you bring it, right? Uh, they weigh it on their scale, but they also, have, you know, keep the knives in there. They don't allow for that, right? Well, well I call them separately. I just I buy the knives approximately ten dollars each, right? You know, and just do those separately. Now, butter knives are different because those are typically sure. all sterling. Sure, sure. Um, but it'll be right there too. It'll say sterling blade. Uh, so you know, we just do those separately. Uh, but just it's just a common misconception. And and you were telling me uh, before we jumped into the show this morning that you you'll you'll uh, pay right on the spot right check give yeah, cash whatever you cash know. whatever you want i mean you, you know you need bank it wire. you've got it bank wire you yeah. can take well, care that's of it what's simple about it. and that's what's so nice about coins and collectibles why do you get into it scott why do people collect them well you know why because they can almost find someone like me in almost every city that will give them pretty darn close especially on gold coins yeah you know I'm going to give you pretty darn close to what gold spot price is. Right. You know, you pull you pull it up on the computer. Okay, it's seventeen seventy right now. 
Now, if you go bring it around town and somebody wants to give you less than 1500 for it, they're probably, you know, not doing a very good thing. But you'll be able to find someone in that town that'll give you 1700 even sure. maybe the full 1780 depending on what you have. Absolutely. That's pretty tough to do. Do you bring in one coin in your pocket right. to have an $1,800 bill laying in your pocket instantly? That's what makes it collectible. It's it's easy to convert into cash. Yeah. And that's one problem we can maybe get into cryptocurrencies down the line is the one problem people have when they have all those Bitcoin or those cryptocurrencies they don't realize when it's time to cash it out, it takes time to right. sell them. Right. There's not somebody like Scott Heidelman at Park Shore Coin that will just give you $1,800 cash in two seconds. These things takes days to unload mm-hmm. sometimes and to get them back into your bank account. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. are all processes mm-hmm. uh, that are just very difficult, and that's why precious metals and gold and silver right. are so collectible is because they can be liquidated, right. and just over time they've appreciated greatly. Right. I mean, they just keep going up and up and up in price. Right. I mean, I have this example of this gold coin right here. In 1904, it was a $20 gold coin, which means it was worth $20. You could trade that in at the bank, and they would give you a $20 bill for it. Today, it's worth 1800 Why? Because an ounce of, sil- ounce of gold is $1,780, right. and those are approximately one ounce, a little bit under. These are 0.98 ounces of gold, and they yeah. trade for more than an ounce of gold yeah. because there's some, a little bit of collectability. Mm-hmm. But this was a $20 bill in 1904. Uh, in the 80s and 90s, I believe you can get one of those for about two, three, four hundred $400. Yes. Today, they're 1800 Well, that shows you how gold is So that's is why yeah. your checking account isn't yeah. like that, unless you're yeah. in stocks yeah. or some other thing. If you just keep your money in a checking account, yeah. your eighteen, you know, your $400 would have pretty much been, you know, maybe maybe well, doubled after 30 years. I don't know. You're using as a gold coin as an example, one ounce of gold. But people that bring you jewelry, for instance, yep. you've got jewelry that might be 10 carat, 14 carat, 18 carat, 22 carat. Yep. Those carat values can increase the value considerably yes. with weight. Yep. Uh, plus, if there's any stones involved, I mean, that's why they they need to come and see someone yep. like you. Or give you a call and have you come sure. and see them. Yeah, um, uh, carrots is very important because that's the purity. Yeah. Okay, 14 carat means 58.5% of it is gold. Right. The other half is other uh, you know, other precious metals, right. semi-precious metals. Right. 10 carat is 41% gold. 24 carat is 99.99% gold. Right. 22 carats, approximately 91% gold. Right. So, yeah, all those things. And a lot of times they're not stamped on them. And I have in my office, there's an actual acid test. Right. For each carat of gold, right. you, you it's called a scratch test, and you just scratch a small piece of the jewelry onto it or the coin or whatever you want to do, and you put the acid on it for all the different carats. If the acid eats it away, it's fake. If the acid sticks on it right. and the gold just doesn't move, right. it's real. Right. Have it for every single carat. So even if your item isn't, you know, it doesn't have 18 carat on it, you know, if you don't bring it to a reputable place, they're just going to probably pay you for 10 carat gold. Because they don't right? know. I'm happily, I'm going to test and say, this is 18 carat. Sure. They don't know because it's not stamped, and a lot sure. of times even the stamps can be wrong. But if it's stamped 18 carat, usually it's 18 carat. Usually it's 18 carat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you 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 uh, you invite people to come to the office, call, make an appointment. Yeah. Number is 239-961-0816. Again, that's 239-961-0816. 
Or go to your website. Yeah, yeah, and I do same-day appointment. I like to do appointment. I'm a one-man show. Sure. Okay? It's keep uh, your overhead down. It keeps my overhead down. Yep. It keeps, it's, just, it's just a lot better for what I, It's my business model. So they can schedule to either come to your office yeah. or they can schedule you to come, come, you to to come to them. Yeah. Um, and they can do that through your website, through too. Through my website or call me anywhere. Parkshorecoins.com. Yeah, very easy right? to get a hold of. Very easy to get a hold uh, of. Very easy to talk to, and I'm, I'm there to help, too. Yeah. You know, you give know, you the best option. Part of what you do, and, and we found that in, the, in this show, and this is the inaugural show, by the way, for those of you that this are just tuning best, in. Yeah. If you just get climbed on board with us here and just tuned into the station, this is this is the Park Shore Coins and Collectibles Hour. This is the inaugural show, very first show, and we've got Scott Heligman, who is the owner of Park Shore Coins and Collectibles, and he is in, he's in here today, and this is, the show is devoted to helping people get the very most out of their collectibles. You've got to have someone in the market, somebody that's honest, respectable, and it's highly recommended. Knowledgeable. You knowledgeable, and you come with all of those all of those yeah, traits. That's right. Uh, that's why you that's why you're you have a show on this yeah. on this station. Well, so that's why I have a flourishing business too, right? Yeah. Uh, word of mouth nowadays with internet will put you out real quick. Right. If you're not doing the right things. Right. And so always do the right always thing. Always do the right yeah. I mean it'll come back and then tenfold. Yeah. Do. Just like like your father probably told you, you always tell the truth and you won't have to remember yeah. what you said. The truth sets you free. <laughs> it sets you free. It's like paying the mall sets you free. <laughs> you know, but you know we come back and you know, you have a customer for life. And you probably have many, That's multiple the beauty customers. Of it. Yeah, a lot customers of times that... customers come one time, they'll bring whatever. You know, maybe they'll bring the worst stuff that they have just to kind of get a gauge on you. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, my God. And the next time they come back, they bring just the boatload. Yeah. Right? Well, they, and they're it's... like, I just wanted to meet you first. Yeah. They're not going to come there yeah. with all their good stuff or just to see. You know, they want to feel you out. And then once that word of mouth gets out, then, then that's that's what makes it good. You've actually on your website have a video of yourself. Yeah, for so sure. So they would have they the advantage of knowing who you well, are, yeah, what you what look, look like, like, a little bit about you, sure. just by visiting the website at parkshorecoins.com. Yeah. yeah, or Google my name, you know. That's sure, amazing. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked a little bit about everything in this inaugural show. We've talked about, about uh, sterling silver. We talked about coins. We've talked about gold. We talked about print uh, or uh, uh, markings on coins that you find when they were minted, mint marks. We talked about a little bit of everything, but you also work with people that have watches and political buttons and musical instruments, uh, vintage toys. So your your knowledge is pretty widespread. And what you don't know, you have a network of professionals that can help you sure. get the knowledge that you need on, one, on a particular item. Because there are some things out there that are very rare. Well, yeah, and you'll see that even on those Pawn Star show. You'll see that on the Antique Roadshow. Sure. They say, hey, I'm going to call my buddy. Right. Come in. Right. It's never their buddy. Who right. they are, they're calling someone who I would call. Yeah. Sure, they're my buddy. They're a business associate. Sure. These are professionals who deal in, uh, like they're specialists just in the 1961 top set, baseball. That's right. all they specialize in. Yeah, they know you everything know, they know about every that set. They know card about that set. Right. There's every, you know, that, and it, so there's expertise in every little, not everyone has access to those people. These people answer my phone calls because I have a business right. that gets the goods. Right. People are bringing me goods down here in Naples that uh, they want to buy for me because right. they want them for their customer. Sure. So it's advantageous for them to reach out to me to maintain a good relationship. So it works. My relationships end up benefiting my customers. So you may have your customer, with your customers, you may have a relationship with someone in a larger market, say up on the East right. Coast, like Boston, Rolexes. New York, yeah. Philadelphia, that is looking for a certain kind of watch. Sure. You've got that watch that just came into your store. You can say, look, we've got a buyer for this. Mm-hmm. And 
you can connect everyone. You connect the buyer and the seller. You can you can do it. Absolutely. I mean, you can do it all. I mean, that's that's just a dealer network. Yeah, it's a I mean, dealer network. Dealer, you're right, and they yeah. and they're always buying. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a precious metal market that's moving. Yeah, it's been going up and up and up, uh, especially lately since COVID. The collectibles have gone through the roof. Isn't that amazing? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it is what it is. Well, you know, with getting back to the COVID and and what's going on in the stock market and with inflation, we've always been taught that when you have inflation, sometimes it's good to have a little money set aside in precious metals. Yeah, gold, silver, coins, some collectibles. Just a hedge against inflation, oh just in case you need some cash in your pocket. And people do that. The, for generations, we've done it. My generation is the same way. We have, we've kept our father's and grandfather's baseball cards, the, the watches that Absolutely. we got, the things that are marked gold, because someday we thought we might need those. We Grab might need it. that money. We might. So, you know, if, you, if you've got some things, whether you need the money or not, or just want to know the value... You can reach out you to Scott. I always use extra cash. Well, there's someone doing a remodel. Yeah. That's what people, another really interesting thing you mentioned that so many of my customers, especially in Naples, are very affluent. Sure. They don't need to sell like any, you know, they always, and even them coming in, they say, you know, we really don't need to sell this. They almost feel like it's a demeaning thing mm-hmm. or they're less than for having to come in and sell something. And I look at it like, why not sell it? Like you don't even get any, uh, you don't use the collectible. You right. don't get much joy out of it. You can spend the the cash elsewhere. Sure, but if a lot it, of times they're just like they, they feel like I'll think less than of them because right. they're selling right. it. But well, I where, don't judge. Where, I couldn't care. Where, you know? where else would you go with just with something you found in a drawer that Nowhere. is a hundred years old that you can't? I mean, it's not like you go to the mall you and research, sell it. No, you, you got to find online, somebody that. I always recommend do your you know own primary research. Figure yeah. out even before you call me. I want you to. Do your due so diligence. Yeah, I don't even want to have to do it all for you. Yeah. I'm happy to do it, but I'd rather you say, hey, Scott, this is what I have. Right. Because I'm going to do all that same stuff, too. Yeah. I want to be on the same page with my customers. Because well, when they walk away happy and I walk away happy, everyone succeeds and everyone just, you know. And you know that through word of mouth. And then word of mouth. And you're going to get the repeat customers yep. as well. They're going to come back to you and say, hey, look, I they may have just tested you on some coins. 100%. But I've got another 50 coins in a box, and I want to. You know, yeah, I want no. to bring them to you now that I know I can trust you. Because yeah. in this world, you got to find somebody you can trust. Absolutely. And Scott's well, I have law firms that, yeah. that I do all their I do all their probates. They've trusted me to come That's in. That's a big thing. Yeah, well, huge ones. When they come in, they say, hey, Scott, you know, uh, bid out this. this is, you know, this is for uh, a case we're doing. And then right. I buy them out. So sure. they, those, I'm on an internal list with them. Sure. Which I don't even know if I'll keep on. But, yeah, so I've been trusted in them. So my work to all these law firms and i'll say hey scott at park show coin collectibles he like overpaid a lot of them have appraisals they know what the stuff's worth they're not idiots right okay they'd have to know approximately what the stuff's worth and then they saw that wow he he paid uh, over on one of them they're just like well you paid more than you know our appraisal well once you're once you're known for being very fair yeah you have to be because i need to make a bunch of money i work on small profit margins sure sometimes three percent yeah sometimes ten but if you do a bunch yeah you can it can be sustainable that's why at the beginning of the show you talked about you 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 can buy large collections you can buy small collections nothing's too big nothing's too small right you know, we're going to end the show today. This is this is this hour has gone by quick. so quickly. Yeah, we're having a good time. So here. quickly, uh, you can reach Scott at two three nine nine six one zero eight one six. That's nine six one zero eight one six, or on his website at partshorecoins dot com. The other thing that he mentioned, he's text friendly. Text yep. friendly. Text Send him a text two three nine nine six one zero eight one six, and that's partshorecoins dot com. Thanks for listening to us. We look forward to having you again with us next week. In the meantime, reach out to Scott if you have a question. 
Email him the question. We'll talk about it on the show next week. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been the Park Shore Coin and Collectibles Hour with your host, Scott Heiligman, on Fox Sports Radio. For the latest information on what was discussed on today's show, as well as the hottest trends on everything from coins and sterling silver to baseball cards, vintage toys, and a whole lot more, visit Scott's website at www.parkshorecoin.com. That's www.parkshorecoin.com. Or call Scott now at 239-961-0816. That's 239-961-0816. Join us next week at 7 a.m. right here on Fox Sports Radio for another hour with Scott.